What's up, podcast? Welcome back to another Entrepreneur Show with myself, T.L. Weedman. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that's very important when you're entering the cannabis industry, and it doesn't really matter if you're building an ancillary cannabis business or if you're doing a business that is based around actually touching the product. Now, if you want to know a little bit more about ancillary businesses and what they are, if you just don't know, you can check out yesterday's podcast, and I do talk and explain a little bit more about what they are, but essentially, they're businesses that don't actually handle cannabis or cannabis products. Products. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking about the biggest holdup that the cannabis industry has seen and something that once it's taken care of will really open the floodgates for cannabis businesses to really be able to grow more than they can right now. So welcome back to the Entrepreneur Show. I'm T.L. Weedman. Let's get down to business. So the biggest issue with the cannabis industry up to date is the lack of banking and the lack of support of banking. Now, until federal law changes about cannabis or until the federal government changes the law about medical cannabis and banking with medical medical or even recreational cannabis, until that happens... Any type of business that is involved in the industry in any way, shape, or form, whether it's a cannabis grow, a dispensary, a hash making company, or extraction company, an edible company, or even places like My Cannabis Club, I Bake Denver, and uh, other ancillary businesses, businesses that sell products that go right along with it, maybe vape pen companies that sell vaporizers for it or other types of companies like that um, that are ancillary businesses that basically support the industry. I know that out of the last six and a half years, iBake has had five different bank accounts shut down because they decide that even though we don't actually sell product, that we're still an ancillary business that is too close to the product side that they didn't want to do business with us. Now, luckily, we've been with a local credit union now for some time, and we haven't had any issues. Um, and and in some cases, you're going to find uh, local credit unions and such like that that are going to um, that are going to kind of bend the rules or that that are going to do their thing. It's not like the federal government is necessarily coming after banks. It's that banks don't want to necessarily leave themselves susceptible to the federal government coming after them. Now, some places, some businesses do have banks um, and and there's no problem. Uh, some of these banks have decided or been allowed or, you know, under certain laws or whatnot, have felt that, you know, they, will, they can take on a small portion as long as not a huge portion of their business is, is actually cannabis businesses. They're able to to you know have like two three percent of their accounts actually be cannabis based businesses, um, and and some of them have done that and been able to go uh, and do fine. There's ones that have done banking that's offshore, so so they're doing offshore banking, but they have checks and and everything like that. So there are ways to to be able to do it, but it's the thing that's kind of plagued businesses the hardest now. 
not being able to get a loan from a bank is is different, but not being able to have a place where you can store your money, um, you know, is is something that is is a lot more different, is very different. And I believe that once the federal government allows full banking access, then I believe the banks are really going to look at lending money for certain types of businesses, where now there's no way that we could get a loan to expand iBake Denver through a traditional service of a bank. We would have to go to investors um, or raise a seed round of money. Um, there's different things. Do a private investor, an angel investor, or a seed round. You can even sell class B share stock. There's different things that you're able to do. It's basically called crowdfunding. There's things that you can do, but the, even at this point in time, it's hard to do all of those things um, if you're not able to legally bank. So that is the issue that is plaguing the industry. And if you're somebody who's thinking about getting into the industry, and it doesn't really matter what part of the industry you're thinking about getting into, there are some steps that you really need to do and take to make sure especially if you're an ancillary business, you want to make sure that you don't stand out like you are a cannabis business. And in this next segment, I'm going to go over what those things are. So you don't ever want to lie on an application or lie on a banking uh, document or anything like that. If you say that you're doing business as one type of thing and then you are depositing money from another type of business, then you are looking at at fraud. Um, So bank fraud. So you really don't want to do that. So when cannabis businesses were first opening up, that's what a lot of them were doing. Uh, They were getting creative names like, you know, Mountain High Wellness or anything like sounding like a wellness company. So they weren't exactly sounding so much like a cannabis company. Now, what we found is, uh, is one, there is a corporation that owns the LLC. So my wife and I don't own it exactly. It's owned by a corporation. And then the LLC is a separate name. And then the actual name I bake Denver is a trademark and a trade names and then it it uses it so basically on our baking documents it doesn't say i bake denver it says the llc and that helps because the llc is just doing business as that name now as an ancillary business it it it, we're not selling cannabis so we're not being looked at so much for that um as other businesses would But here's the other thing is when a bank goes to your website, they don't want to see a bunch of cannabis stuff. They don't want to see a marijuana leaf in your logo. This is all stuff I've dealt with. These are all things that even if you're an ancillary business in the cannabis industry, if you have a website that does and you sell just shirts and just hats, if you have a cannabis leaf in your logo, there's a very good possibility you may get banking, but you're not going to get any type of credit card processing. Um, for the most part, you may have to search hard, far and wide. You may have to get, um, you may have to get uh, certain, um, pay certain higher fees, such like that. And I know that 
you might actually be able to start selling under Shopify and get processing there because Shopify has started to change some of their their regulations and it really also depends on where your state is so for instance somebody in Colorado is more than likely or California or any of the places where it's legal it has a far better chance of getting away with a site that says weed shirts and has a big old weed leaf as their logo and is using Shopify as the platform they still have a very good chance of being able to keep their store going as opposed to somebody in a state like Wyoming that has nothing to do with cannabis, cannabis legalization, no medical, no recreational, nothing at all that they've legalized. So because of that, um, you you just actually may fall into issues um, because of where you're located. Now, I understand that having a bank account and getting credit card processing are two different things, but that's an issue. The credit card processing is an issue that will be solved once there's actual banking that can be done and there's not any susceptibility or any danger that the banks will be putting themselves in. So credit card processing is just a byproduct of the lack of of. of good banking regulations for the industry. So think about could your business be a cash only business and still survive? Well, if you're selling products online um, and you're an ancillary business, you're probably not going to be able to survive if you can't take credit card payments. So your business could be no good. This is again, not to detour anybody, but this is a big issue that has failed to be solved. Now, the thing that frustrates me the most and that I'm going to talk about in the next section segment is that the federal government keeps either A, not reading the bills that have been introduced to allow cannabis banking. They just don't make it for their session or they vote it down. So as many states that have voted for medical and such and even recreational, uh, it seems that the federal government is still going to fight it. More on that in the next section. So as I mentioned, the federal government has had plenty of opportunities to fix this banking problem. Now, not only could they have done it on their own, there have been several bills introduced over the last couple of years that has asked at least even for relief for a year why things are decided or just flat out changes in the rules or the laws and the government uh, has has done nothing about it. They either failed to read the, the, the laws and try to go to a vote in the session and it just doesn't come up for a vote in the session or they just downright vote it down. So... I don't understand. Obviously, we're never going to understand what the federal government wants to do. This isn't to be a nagging podcast. This is to explain to you that, you know, until this banking issue gets figured out, I think that we're going to see the cannabis industry grow, but we're not going to see it grow to the full potential that it could be growing. And I believe that that once that switch is flipped so to speak and banking is good and there's no problems it's just like another business just like an alcohol business or you know a liquor business whatever 
that um, hey, they're they're ready to go and do what they need to as business. Then I feel that we're going to start seeing um, more growth, and it and 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 I believe it. It's going to be because it's going to be easier to to get funding through to through traditional sources, which is going to allow everybody the the lenders who are lending the money, um, the banks, everybody's going to it's going to put more money in circulation. So. They need to get this banking fixed. Um, keep your eyes on it. If this is an industry that you want to get into, you know that's something that you want to keep track of and keep your eyes on until things change. And I'm not saying again. I, I'm running a business fine right now. Um, two weeks from now, who knows? Two days from now, who knows? We thought we had banking years ago, and then you know we would bank for a year or two, and then it would get shut down. So you you just don't know, and you really got to stay on your toes. You've ha- and you need to stay proactive. This is just one very important part of the cannabis industry that affects both businesses that actually sell in the cannabis industry as well as lifestyle businesses or ancillary businesses that are part of the industry themselves. Make sure that you are up to speed on what you're doing or you have a lawyer and or a business advisor that keeps you up to speed on what is going on and that advises you on what you need to do so you can correctly get your banking. Also, if you're looking at or going to start a cannabis business, a grow, something like that that's legal, then again, make sure that you have some sort of banking situation figured out before you ever put that money down for an application. It could save you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars and lots of headache in the long run. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you if you did, if you think it'll bring value to somebody, please feel free to share it with them. Also, don't forget, you can follow me on social media for more content, skits, comedy. Feel free to DM me. I love talking to you. I love giving feedback and helping you out wherever I can. Thanks for checking out the podcast. If you haven't hit that subscribe button already, make sure you do that before I go. Take care. Have a wonderful day.